0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. (laughs)
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is hand. H A N D. Really? You bet your life! The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! That's me, Groucho Marx!
2: Well, tonight we've got $5,500 for one of our couples, George. More than we've ever given away before. I hope somebody takes it away from me. It's been keeping me awake nights. Now then, Deacon Fennerman, who's first to try for the $5,500?
1: Well, Groucho, we invited some old-time Western characters to the program tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Fred Noller, And we invited an Indian to be his partner, Mr. Bill Wilkerson. And here they are, gentlemen. Meet
2: Groucho Marx. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if you say the secret word, uh, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Let's see, a wild Westerner and an Indian, eh? Mr. Fred uh, Nala, you're the Westerner, I presume? Yep. Where are you from, uh, partner?
3: Arizona Territory. That's Arizona before it became a state.
2: Oh. How long you been out here?
3: No, I've been out here since uh, right after the war. Which war are you referring to? <laughs> uh, the last one.
2: <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill Wilkerson? You're the, you're the Indian, huh? Yes, sir. How?
4: How? Because my father and mother were
5: Indians. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Where
2: are you from, Bill?
4: I was born in Indian territory.
2: You two weren't neighbors, were you?
4: Well, not quite. But I was born in Bartlesville, Indian Territory, which is now Oklahoma.
2: Oh. Isn't Bill Wilkinson a kind of a, an odd name for an Indian?
4: Well, yes. But uh, we took that name from the missionaries about 160 years ago that were from Boston. Mm-hmm.
2: Is that all you took from them? Just the... <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's
4: all we were able to take at that time.
2: So, well, don't you have a tribal name?
4: I have my own Indian name. What is that? Okonstatta.
2: Oh, well, I used to play it three-handed. I'd never played the... Uh... <laughs> how, did, how did you get that name?
4: An old Indian lady by the name of Terrapin. Gave terrapin? Me even terrapin, like a dryland turtle. And she prophesied that I would talk and sing before many strange people.
2: <laughs> you couldn't get a stranger crowd in this out here. <laughs> are, are you married, Bill? Yes, sir. Well, you're a brave, all right. (laughs) Do do Indians have a regular marriage contract, or is it just a kind of a
3: blanket contract? (laughs) In the old days, it was a blanket contract. Today, we have to abide by the rules and regulations. What tribe are you from, uh, Bill?
4: I'm a Cherokee.
2: Is that so? Did you know
4: I was a Blackfoot? You don't look like
2: one Well, I'm not a Blackfoot Indian, I'm just a Blackfoot uh, Cheap socks I wear oh. <laughs> I used to know an Indian who was a lawyer He was a Sioux Indian, do you know any of
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Well, old timer, what sort of work do you do?
3: I work down at uh, Knott's Berry Farm down here in Orange County
2: Knott's Berry Farm? Mm-hmm. I know what it's not, but what is it?
3: Well, it's a berry farm. A fellow by the name of Knott started it.
2: What is what is a berry farm?
3: Well, it's a pretty good-sized spread now. He's got three, 400 acres there, and he's got uh, big chicken dining rooms and steakhouse where he serves a lot of people.
2: How many people do you feed out there?
3: Well... Uh, I reckon about the biggest time they had was last Father's Day. There was about 11,000 a little over out there for dinners. Well. On
2: Father's Day, you saved 11,000 dinners? That's right. Well, that's typical. 11,000 mothers decided to celebrate <laughs> Father's Day by <laughs> <laughs> letting the old man take them all out to dinner. <laughs> now, let's see how well you work together as a team. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play, your bet your life, for a chance at $5,500. But first, there's something of importance I want you to hear about. When
1: you drive the new 1951 DeSoto, you'll enjoy added comfort and pleasure thanks to DeSoto's famous Oroflow shock absorbers, a longer wheelbase, and a full-cradled ride. Yes, no other car rides like a DeSoto. And DeSoto also gives you a wonderful feeling of safety and security. Just suppose you need to stop and in a hurry. Well, DeSoto's big new 12-inch brakes will quickly bring you to a safe, smooth stop. No other car in America has larger brakes. And DeSoto's chair-high seats let you sit up comfortably with a full view of the road ahead. There's more visibility, too, with the new, wider, deeper windshield and rear window. And should a blowout occur, DeSoto's safety rim wheels help keep the car under control. Well, that, folks, should give you a pretty good idea of the new DeSoto's greater safety. And when you add to that its extra comfort, you'll discover why DeSoto is your best buy for the years ahead. So visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer tomorrow and see this beautiful 1951 DeSoto for yourself.
2: Now let's see if you'll get the chance at the $5,500. George, Mr. Feniman, would you mind explaining the rules? To this old trapper over here,
1: <laughs> you uh, bet as much of your twenty dollars as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the five thousand five hundred dollar DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show.
2: All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. You selected fighting presidents. Here's your first question. How much of the twenty will you bet?
3: Make it about 18. Go ahead. Might as well shoot it. Yeah, who cares. 18. Just Th- this, this one thing. If we don't win, you won't be too disappointed, will you?
2: <laughs> no, I <laughs> won't, but I think you will. <laughs> I want everybody to win on Thank this you. show. Thank you. It's not my money. Now, what was this? <laughs> what was the name of the president who led the Union forces during the Civil War? Grant. Grant. U.S. Grant is a <laughs> your followers are on your way. You have $38. Remember, you're going for $5,500. Now, how much of the $38 will you bet on your second question? $35.35. All right. $35.35. What is the name of the president who saved with the 129th Field Artillery during the First World War? Truman. Harry Truman is right. He's an Indian, I'm a monkey's uncle. And <laughs> don't think that couldn't be true.
5: <laughs>
2: you have 30, uh, 70.
5: Th- <laughs> Get this massive mathematician
1: here. I had it for a minute. Where do you live? I bet you don't know where you live. Yes, I do. Fifteen three hundred. Oh, <laughs> well, there you are. <laughs> You don't... You have... The... Here it is, right here. <laughs>
3: All
2: right. $73.50. All right. Now, uh, how much of this are you going to risk this time?
3: $73. No, 70, 70. Leave 3 the hand. Let me
2: yeah,
3: get a hamburger
2: out of this. Chief said he hopes to get enough for a hamburger out of this. <laughs> what was the name of the president who was a major general in the Civil War? He was assassinated by a disappointed office seeker.
3: General, he ain't on which side of the fence he was on. <laughs> Could have been in the South or the Yankees. He was oh,
2: oh, I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: It was James Garfield.
2: There's only James. been three presidents assassinated. You should have known that. You now have three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> see how quickly Phantom figured that out. Yeah. Well, let's see it all. Sure. All well, right, here's your last chance to be the other couple. How much will you bet? Everything? Oh,
3: sir.
2: What is the name of the president who was the hero of the Battle of New Orleans? He was called Old Hickory. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson is right. <laughs> uh, wait a minute, fellas. Uh, we can't let you go away with just $7, so... Oh, uh, you can't even get a hamburger. <laughs> can't have anybody going away from here broke. I'll give you one more question, get it right, and you win $10. No help from the audience, please. In what sport do you wear tennis shoes? Ten- tennis is <laughs> <that's> right! <laughs> Good luck from the Minnesota
1: Plymouth deal. We invited some people to the show tonight, Groucho, who give intelligence tests. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mrs. Jean Judson. Her partner is a married man from the audience, Mr. William Scher, and here they are. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Mice.
2: Well, welcome to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100 between you. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Well, let's see. We have an intelligence tester here. I was smart, I'd leave by the back door and quietly. <laughs> Mrs. Jean uh, Judson, you're the intelligence tester, eh? uh, Where are you from, uh, Jean?
6: I'm from all over Groucho.
2: You're from all over Groucho? <laughs> I wish you were. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: where are you from specifically, Jean?
6: I was born in Chicago, Groucho. You were born in Chicago? Yes. Then I went to Kansas, then to Idaho to Minnesota
2: what were you doing were you selling vacuum cleaners <laughs> why were you tripsing and traipsing around the well, country well
6: my father's job changed and then my mother's job changed and then I finally got out of college and found my own
2: found your own mother and father <laughs> <laughs> no
5: <laughs>
2: that's kind of sad a woman searching all over America for her parents where were they at the time were they with you when you were born I think so Well, that's handy, I think. Now, what's your hometown, uh, William uh, Shearer? Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky, huh? What sort of work do you do? do, uh,
6: Well, when when I was on the road, I sold uh, ladies' lingerie. Well,
2: that's pleasant. (laughs) Intimate. Uh, What are you doing now?
6: Well, I'm waiting for my orders to report to the Army. I've been drafted.
2: Oh, Well, I don't know what to say about that, except that uh, that is not the ideal place to sell lingerie. (laughs) You're married, do you? eh? Yes, I am. You said you don't look it. You look like you're enjoying yourself. uh, (laughs) Are you sure you're married? Well, five years. Well, could you prove it? Could you let me see your marriage license? I don't have those with me. Slippery, aren't you? (laughs) I'll bet you $10 right now I can prove you're not married. You want to bet? I haven't got ten bucks. Well, I lose. If you don't have ten bucks, you're married, all right. <laughs> yes, you do. Thank you. You ought to get acquainted with the Indian we had out here. I <laughs> can lend your money. He's got a couple of bucks at home. <laughs> If I keep on chattering, I'll not only prove I'm a dope, but also that I'm broke. (coughs) Let's talk about this intelligence testing. Uh, Who do you work for, Jean? Oh, I forgot I was talking to intelligence. I beg your pardon. Whom do you work for? have to be careful. Somebody from the New Yorker might be listening. (laughs) Who do you work for, Jean?
6: I work for the Educational Testing Service.
2: What kind of a racket is that? What do they do?
6: We test the high school seniors who are applying for entrance into college.
2: Let me see you try it on... uh... Bill over here, huh? Ask him some questions. Go ahead, Gene.
6: Well, um, Bill, if it takes three men six days to finish a job, how many men can finish that same job in 12 days?
2: I'd say four. Well, why don't you?
6: <laughs>
2: uh, now, what would you say? Would you say he's right?
6: No, the right answer, answer to that is a man and a half.
2: That may be the right answer, but where are you going to hire a half a man?
5: <laughs> of course, you could
2: hire one, but I won't be out of work until summer. <laughs> now, Gene, I don't think that was a fair question. Try another one where the answer is a whole man. <laughs>
6: now,
2: go ahead. What's another of your test uh, questions?
6: Well, here's one for you, Groucho. If, if you see a train approaching very fast on a track... And you see it's a that... good place for it. <laughs> and if you see that the, a piece of rail is missing from the track, what would you do?
2: i get off and take the American airline.
6: <laughs> well, i have a choice of what? You have a choice of three answers. Would you look for a piece of missing rail to fit in? Would you call an ambulance? Or would you signal the engineer to stop the train?
2: Well, let's see. Is, is the train going north or south?
6: That matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter, huh? No.
2: It would to me if I was on the train.
6: <laughs>
2: okay, let's say I call an ambulance. Am I right?
6: No, you should signal the engineer to stop the train.
2: That's not true. By the time I figured out the question, the correct thing to do would be to call an ambulance.
5: <laughs>
2: well, I've learned a lot about intelligence uh, quotients. Is that what you call it? That's right. Now, let's see if you two are smart enough to run your $20 into more than our other couples. And then you can take away the $5,500 from me. Now, Mr. Fannerman, as George, is offstage to remind our listeners how much the first couple was.
1: The Western character and the Indian won $7. All
2: right, here we go. Let's see how I can build your $20. You selected famous hotels. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? 18 He's an undercover man. He used to sell lingerie.
5: Laughter <laughs>
2: In what city is the Palmer House Hotel? Chicago. 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 On <laughs> your way, you have thirty-eight dollars. Remember, you're going for five thousand five hundred dollars tonight. That's the most we ever had. How much of your thirty-eight dollars are you going to bet this time?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: How much? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. In what city is the Mark Hopkins Hotel?
5: Oh.
2: <laughs> Atlantic City. Oh, I'm sorry, kids. It's San Francisco. You should have known that. It's a very famous hotel, and you've been on the road all these years. You have <laughs> three dollars now. Oh, that's a shame. Here's your third question. How much is the three you're gonna bet? Gonna
6: bet
2: it all. And <laughs> what city is the Town House Hotel?
6: Boston?
2: Los Angeles. It's right down here on Wilshire Boulevard they have going another question. This is for $10. If we get this right, I'll give you $10. And please, no coaching. <laughs> now, think carefully. This is a toughie. Who is this from Grant's tune? General Grant is right. <laughs> Thanks
6: for good luck And the start
1: a Now, uh, we invited some beauty <laughs> contest winners to the program tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Vera Miles.
2: Her partner is a bachelor, Mr. Victor Destney. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. A beauty contest winner, now you're talking. This calls for a little closer inspection. Well, your name is uh, Vera Miles? Yes, that's right. That's a very pretty name and you're a very beautiful girl. Well, where are you from?
6: I'm originally from Kansas.
2: From Kansas?
6: Mm-hmm.
2: May I ask how old you are? 20. 20. Well, I'm a a man of very few words, Vera. How about joining me at a big party after the show? Would you like that?
6: It sounds like a lot of fun.
2: How do you know it'll be a lot of fun? You don't even know who's going to be there. You want to know, Vera?
6: Yes, who's going to be there?
2: Just you and I. (laughs) Does that still sound like fun? Answer yes or no, Vera. No. No. You don't have to answer quite so quickly. <laughs> Couldn't you at least cogitate about this thing a little bit? Why wouldn't you like to go out with me uh, after the show?
6: Well, I'm married.
2: But for a man of few words, I certainly can talk myself out on a limb.
5: <laughs> are you married? Yes.
2: Mr. Victor Desney, uh, you're uh, still here, are you? <laughs> Pardon me for ignoring you, but it's the best I can do at the moment. <laughs> Where were you born, Mr. Desney?
0: I was born in Montenegro. Well,
2: how long uh, since, you've, uh, since you were in Montenegro?
0: I left when I was just a baby. I went to Albania, the home of my parents.
2: Uh-huh. I must be slipping. I'm standing next to a beauty contest winner. And <clears throat> what am I doing? I'm talking about Yugoslavia and Albania. <laughs> what are some of the beauty titles you've held?
6: I was first Miss Chamber of Commerce, and yes. then Miss Wichita, and then Miss Kansas. And uh, Miss Texas Grapefruit. Were
2: you a... What? <laughs> Miss Texas Grapefruit? Yes. Was your father a or a...
6: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, recently I've been chosen Miss New Made Margarine. And I had the honor to represent Kansas in the Miss America pageant. Uh-huh.
2: Tell us something about the Miss America contest. How long does it take to select a Miss America?
6: Uh, it takes a week so that the judges can uh, completely get acquainted with the girls. <laughs> and...
2: Those fools that go out for the Supreme Court, huh? <laughs> well, Victor, old boy, I'm sorry I'm neglecting you. It's not that I'm forgetting you exactly. It's just that I'm not thinking of you, that's all.
5: <laughs>
2: Victor, suppose uh, Vera wasn't married and you saw her walking along the street in Albania. How would you uh, approach her and make a date with her?
0: Oh, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't, huh? No. Well, you... you can
2: go back behind the Iron Curtain, you know. <laughs>
0: It is not allowed for a man in Albania to talk to a girl on the street. If, uh, if it's absolutely necessary, for instance, like, to ask for a direction, he has to go across the street and then holler at her.
2: He <laughs> has to cross the street and holler at her if he
0: wants a direction? That's right. Suppose
2: that isn't the question he wants to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How is, she, how, how is she going to be able to reach him and slap his face? <laughs> Unless she's got the arm of a gorilla. In that case, he wouldn't want her. Now, Victor, do they have bathing beauty contests in Albania?
0: No. The, the Don't women... they
2: bathe in Albania?
0: Yes, they do, but the women are not allowed to expose their bodies in public. If they, if they want to go to the beach, they have to go to a separate, to a separate beach where the, where the men can't see them.
2: Well, what's the sense of bathing then? <laughs> well, do they wear bathing suits on the women's beaches? Yes, they do. What kind? French bathing suits?
0: Oh no, they, they are much longer and they cover much more. How do you know? I thought men couldn't see them.
5: <laughs>
2: Victor, you would fit right in down at Muscle Beach, down in Santa Monica. <laughs> Well, Vic, you've learned something of American women tonight. Do you think you'd prefer to marry an Albanian or an American woman? Now, think carefully now.
0: Well, Mr. Marks, this is very difficult to answer. The American women have a charm, personality, and they are good companions. But the Albanian women are more humble and devoted to their husbands, they especially have lovely hands.
5: Hands! <laughs> hey. oh, <my> <laughs>
2: Victor, you said hands, and you and Vera are going to split $100 between you. There you are, my the lad. There's 50 for you and 50 for you, Vera. Thank you. Now, what were you saying about the girls over there? You say they work and... harder and they're more devoted to their husbands? Yes, they... I see. <laughs> well, what I would do if I was you is to marry an American girl, and if you want devotion, get yourself a St. Bernard
5: dog. <laughs> Well, you
2: make a very attractive couple, and and it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I'm sorry you're married, Vera. (laughs) But uh, as happens to all men. Now, uh, you're going to play your bet your life for... You beat our other two couples, and you'll get a chance at the $5,500 to Soda Plymouth question. I can't tell you how much the other couples won, but George is offstage to remind our listeners. The Western character and the Indian are still leading with $7. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected songs by Groucho Marx. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm.
5: You bet 19. You
2: betting 19 dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Once I was happy, but now I'm forlorn, like an old coat that is tattered and torn. I'm left in this wide world to fret and to mourn, betrayed by a girl in her teens. Sorry, I'm terribly. The man on the flying trapeze. I know I sing very badly, but I thought you'd recognize that. You now have one (laughs) dollar. Okay, here's the second one. How much of the dollar are you going to bet?
6: Dollar. (laughs)
2: Dollar. Boys and girls together, we could sing and waltz while Chico played the organ. On the (laughs) streets well, uh, that's close enough. On the sidewalks in oh, New York. Okay. <laughs> well, you're playing a little bit. You have two dollars now. now. you're away up there, Vera. You're playing with the two dollars. <laughs> now, how much are you going to bet on this one? <laughs> all of it. Something the while is made for fun and frolic, and so do I, and so do I. Something it's well to be all melancholy. To pine inside. To pine and, sigh, to pine. and sigh. But I I love this spend my time And I don't always get a finicul- chance <laughs> to sing Oh, yes, oh, yeah. cool. well, four dollars? Is your last chance to be the other
5: couples?
2: How much of the four dollars are you going to bet? You bet all of it You're going to bet all of it <laughs> all of That was a shame, that one question Okay, <laughs> okay. is your last chance to be the other couples? You're going to bet four dollars Da-da-da-da-da-da. They say such things and they do strange things. And da-da-da-da-da-da. da i will never go there anymore. The,
6: the, uh, the Bowery. The Bowery
5: of the Rights. you. know you
1: Because your $8 total means that you get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth
5: $5,500 question.
2: Well, I'll ask them the big question in just one minute.
1: Here it is the first week in April, and time to start thinking about getting your car ready for the warmer spring and summer months ahead. To put it in tip-top shape, to add more life and real pep to the engine mile after mile after mile, bring your car to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer for a spring tune-up. Here you get treated fairly and squarely, and you get expert service, for the mechanics at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer are trained in factory methods. And they use factory-designed and approved equipment. They'll inspect your car thoroughly, give your engine a complete tune-up, and check the electrical system. And they'll see to it that the radiator is drained and flushed, the chassis is inspected and lubricated, and do the countless other jobs that will assure you of thousands of miles of trouble-free driving. So no matter what kind of car you own, stop in for that really thorough spring tune-up at the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Any of the more than 3,000 authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealers will be happy to serve you promptly, efficiently, and at a fair price. All right, Groucho, and here's the the beauty contest winner and the bachelor. Would you come over here, please? The winning couple all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $5,500 question.
2: All right, here we go. For five thousand five hundred dollars, I'll give you fifteen seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and of course, no help in the audience. Here it is. One of our greatest men isn't as well known as he should be. See if you can tell me who he is for five thousand five hundred dollars. He was our first chief justice at the Supreme Court. Who was he? <laughs> the answer you two have decided upon? Dolly.
6: Johnson? No. No,
2: it's, uh, it's John J. J. A. Y. Oh, J-A-Y. Oh,
6: I knew. I'm terribly
2: sorry. Well, that means the big question next week will be worth $6,000. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $8 in the quiz. Congratulations, and, oh, $100 for the Oh, you got $108? Well, that's not too bad. No. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you. Awesome. Just be sure to visit
1: your disorder, Plymouth, <laughs> Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Don't stick your neck out in traffic. you bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding.